Life Audio. Welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me. And this week is going to be a little bit different than the last uh, several episodes this week, next week, and the following week. So three weeks of episodes. I am right in the middle of uh, something that I've been talking about, and you certainly, if you listen to this podcast, have heard me discuss, right in the middle of what we call the 22 for 22 challenge. And uh, what that means practically is that I am in the process of running one marathon a day for 22 days. I started on October 21st. I'm going to finish on November 11th. Every day I have to get out and do my 26.2 miles. And uh, along the way, I will do some big marathons. I'm running the Marine Corps Marathon in uh, just a couple of days in Washington, D.C. And then in about a week and a half, I'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina, running the Charlotte Marathon and then on November 11th, Veterans Day, finishing up with a marathon in Conroe, Texas. Actually, it's near our headquarters and a bunch of folks coming out for that. So pretty excited about that. But I'm right in the middle of that. And um, if you don't follow me on social media, I would encourage you to follow me on social media. I'm, I'm kind of giving updates and reports. But I want to, this week and the next couple of weeks, weeks share with you some some things I've been thinking about. And when you're out running for you know five hours because I'm slow... Uh, you think about a lot of things, and I have a lot of thoughts, and, and man, I just love to share those with you, and I hope they're helpful to you. They are a, a challenge to me. One of the big uh, challenges, I think, in doing something like this is the mental challenge. There's the physical side, of course, but the mental side. And when you're looking at something that needs to be done day after day after day, and it's big and overwhelming... You really have to dig down and ask yourself, why? Why am I doing this? And how do I keep going? And, and what does all of this mean? And really, I think I've been praying that God would show me some things about myself and my relationship with Him, and hopefully some things I can share with you. So we're going to jump into this week's, what I'll call, update. <laughs> we'll be jumping into that in just a moment. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back to the show. If you are not yet subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe right now. 
Uh, it would be amazing to have you just join me. There's no reason for you to listen and not subscribe. Every single week, uh, almost without exception, I can't think of a time that I've missed one recently. It's been uh, it's been over a year, but I do my best every single week on Wednesday to release a new episode of the March or Die show. And uh, my goal is is very very simple. And if you've listened to this show for any length of time at all, uh, you know that that mantra, that title, March or Die, it really means something to me. It means that in our lives, we have to make a decision when we come to those difficult, big obstacles in front of us or uh, strong traumas behind us moments. We have to make a decision. Are we going to stay where we are and die, even though we may be living, breathing, (laughs) socially and emotionally and relationally and spiritually, we're dead. Are we going to make that decision to stay where we are and die, or are we going to do the better thing in March. And that's what we talk about every single episode on this show. Uh, often have great guests that can help us break down uh, exactly what that means and what that looks like. But that's my goal. And so when I even think about this show and think about the other things that I'm doing and involved in, I want to bring you every single week um, some stories, perhaps something that's entertaining, maybe a great guest, but something practical, something you can get your hands on and hang on to in those moments when. Uh, life is overwhelming and life can be difficult. Uh, none of this is to diminish that. None of this is to say just try harder or do more. In fact, I, I would give you the opposite advice. <laughs> Trying harder and doing more, uh, that's not going to get you there. You have to have fundamental reasons. You have to be uh, standing on the right foundation and understanding what you're doing and why you're doing it. And I try my best every episode to give you um, those those reasons and those really practical steps that you can take to move forward in your life. And when people ask, where do these come from? The answer is my life. (laughs) uh, I've either experienced the downside of these and learned from them and now trying to share them so others can grow and move forward. Or I've talked to some great people who have shared things with me that have been very helpful. And uh, in spite of uh, whether it comes from my own failures or the wisdom of others, I do my best to share that with you. And so as I'm going through this process of of running marathons, uh, 26.2 miles a day, it sounds like a lot because it is. Um, When we say running, there is a fair bit of walking involved. In fact, I'm doing some uh, run walking where I'm uh, certainly running the majority, but there are moments, a couple minutes um, out of every several, where I'll do some walking and and trying to bounce back and forth, uh, really just trying to stay uh, aware of the fact that I need to get up tomorrow and do it again. So uh, trying to be good to my body, but um, it's a lot. And, and I have these these thoughts along the way, and then you start to ruminate on them. And again, I've got a lot of time to think about it. Today, I was, I was thinking on uh, a conversation that I had uh, yesterday with a guy who um, we were talking about this challenge and he was asking me some questions about it. And I've been asked a lot of questions about this, as you can imagine. And it's been great. The interaction on social media and just people I've met in person or know in person, folks from my church or uh, whatever, a lot of great conversations about it. But someone asked the question, you know, this week, why would you do this? I I understand the veteran suicide issue and that's what the 22 stands for. Uh, That's the number we're told by the department of defense of veterans that take their lives every day. I've talked about this, but um, 
recent research even, a study that was done uh, this year, uh, indicates that it's much higher than that. We don't know what the exact number is. But understanding that, okay, so 22 represents that. That's great. We get it. But 22 marathons, there are a lot of other things you could do to raise awareness. Why this? And um, honestly, my best answer is because it's big enough that people pay attention. And I want people to pay attention. And, and then the follow-up question, uh, a lot of the time, I was going to say, obviously, it's not. I guess it's not obvious, but often the follow-up question is, well, aren't you going to hurt your body in the process? Aren't you going to hurt your body in the process? I've been running for a long time. Um, I've been preparing for you know big races and big events for a long time. So I'm, I'm pretty confident that I'm not going to hurt my body. But I will tell you, as I sit here right now, my knees hurt, my my feet hurt, my lower back hurts, <laughs> all of these things hurt. Because as of today, and today's the, the fourth, I finished the fourth marathon this morning as I record this. As of today, I've, I've run over 100 miles in the last couple of days and then come home and shower and do the stuff I need to do to get back to work. And so a lot going on. Uh, so my body does hurt and it will probably hurt throughout this, this uh, next several weeks. Um, starting tomorrow, I go on the road and I'll be traveling for almost three full weeks. I'll be in, uh, I'm in California now, so I've been you know running here and I'll be in four other states before it's all over. There's a lot happening. Uh, there certainly is a, a sacrifice, and I, I use that very loosely. People sacrifice so much, but um, sacrifice of time, uh, time with my family. I'll be really gone from my kids for and my my wife, and my kids for three weeks. Um, that time is gone. Time to do other things gone. The impact on my body certainly there is a price to be paid for doing something like this. And people ask the question, and I think it's a natural question, why would you do that? Why would you do that? I was thinking about this today when I was running, and the phrase that came to mind is uh, found in 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 29 in the Old Testament. 1 Samuel 17, 29. You're familiar with this story, probably, because most people are. Uh, maybe you don't know the ins and outs of it. Maybe you do, but it's a great story. It's a story of uh, a man who at the time was a teenager by the name of David. He became King David, who is so famous throughout Scripture. But David, he first comes on the scene, and he's really in a very humble setting, and it doesn't come onto the scene uh, necessarily with a big bang. He is uh, anointed or prophesied to become a king, and that's a big deal, but he's a shepherd, and he's still a shepherd even after that prophecy is made. Um, a lot of crazy things happening there. But eventually, he finds himself on a battlefield. As a teenager, he finds himself on a battlefield. The nation of Israel is fighting against the Philistine army. This happened often. Philistine army was overwhelming the children of Israel's army, which was uh, afraid. The Philistines, in order not to have to destroy the nation of Israel's army, sent their champion down into a valley, a valley that was between the Philistines and Israel, sent their champion down into the valley, and his name was Goliath. You've heard of Goliath, over nine feet tall, their champion. He was an incredible warrior. They sent him down and said, instead of us killing each other, why don't we just send one warrior against another, and whoever wins the battle, that side will be the victor. And the loser's side, the nation that loses, will become subservient to the winner. Now, this is a good solution if you're afraid to get wiped out, but it's a bad solution if you don't have a champion to send down into the valley to face Goliath. 
and the nation of Israel, although there were men who could have found themselves hiding, afraid to confront this giant Goliath. David came to the battlefield not to fight. He came to the battlefield because his dad sent him with food for his brothers. His brothers were soldiers. They were there. (laughs) They weren't going to fight Goliath, but they were there nonetheless. And David brought food to them and saw what was happening and heard what was said about and to the nation of Israel. Understood the setting with Goliath in the valley. And all David could say when he looked at his brothers and he looked at the rest of the Israelite army hiding from this giant, all he could say were those famous words in 1 Samuel seventeen twenty nine: Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? He heard what Goliath was saying. He heard what the Philistines were saying. He understood what was at stake. And eventually, we know the story, this young man would take his sling and some stones and run down into the valley, run straight at Goliath, and God would use him to win that battle. He would defeat Goliath. But he didn't do it because he necessarily thought he could beat Goliath. In fact, he said, it's not me that will do this, it's God who will do it. What motivated David to move forward was the fact that the cause was bigger than any sacrifice. The cause was bigger than any cost. And when we realize that the cause is bigger than the cost, there's nothing we won't do to win the battle. Is there not a cause. Anything in life that has ever been done that is worthwhile had a cost. So many things, from technology <laughs> to raising a family to staying true and faithful in a relationship, the important things in life, the building that's taken place, the innovation that's happened. Anything of value requires sacrifice because there's a cause. And if the cause is big enough, then the cost will never be too much. We go to the New Testament, and there's a great phrase by Paul the Apostle. He's writing a letter to the church at Corinth in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 15, and In that, he's trying to set some things right, and he's explaining how much he's willing to do for those people that he loved and pastored and wanted to care for. He made this statement. He said, I am both willing to spend and be spent for you. Paul, just like David did, looked at these people that he cared for and said, look, there's a cause that's bigger than me. There's a cause that's bigger than my life. There's a cause that's bigger than uh, me just protecting myself or staying safe or holding back anything that I have for you. I'm willing to both spend and be spent for you. Now, I'm not either David or the Apostle Paul. So please don't misunderstand me. I'm not equating what I'm doing right now to something as significant as defeating a giant (laughs) or saying I'm willing to sacrifice my life for you. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that if, for me, right now, we're looking at 
men and women who have served our country taking their lives at an alarming rate. There's a huge problem. There is a cause. But what we also understand is that there is a solution. It's that relationship with God through Christ. There is hope. There's purpose. There's direction that comes when we understand that God has a purpose for us, that God created us, that God loves us and cares for us. When we surround ourselves with others who, who share that common vision, there is a problem that people need to understand, but there is also a solution there's a cause. So today, while I was running, I had to ask myself the question, what would I not be willing to invest to help men and women who have served our country understand that the last thing they need to do is in their lives? To help them to understand that there is hope that as dark as things are right now, they can and will get better. That there is a cause. But as I thought about that, my mind then extended to so many other things. What are you willing to invest in the most important relationships in your life? What are you willing to invest for those that you say you care about? What cause is so big in your life that there is no cost too high? Because you see, these lives that God has given to us were not to be held and protected to the neglect of doing what He's called us and equipped us to do. God gave us these lives to invest in those causes that are bigger than us. Now, unlike technology developments or uh, building and all of the other improvements we've seen over the course of human history that have required sacrifice, I would argue that the bigger cause are the people that you have in your life, the people that I have in my life. So when we ask the question, why should I push forward with life as difficult as it is? Why should I deal with these obstacles, these traumas, these trials? Why should I march when it would be so much easier to just stay where I am and die? Well, because there's a cause. <laughs> there is a God who created you to accomplish something great. There are people who depend on you to move forward. Whether you know it or not, there are people in your life that are watching the way you live and the decisions that you make and then determining based on that what they're going to do in their lives. There is a cause. So I wonder today, what are you willing to spend and be spent for? <laughs> what is your cause. I have a lot of thoughts when I am out running for a lot of hours, and I have a lot more hours to keep running. And I'll continue to share some of these things with you over the next couple of weeks. If you are interested in this challenge and what we're doing, uh, I would invite you to go to uh, the website 22, those are the numbers, 224, F-O-R, 224, 22, challenge, 
challenge.com. 22for22challenge.com. Go and check that out. That talks about what we're doing. If you'd like to get involved, you can, and you can see how you can do that there. You can also donate to support what we're doing. As we lead into Veterans Day, this is an opportunity for us to support uh, financially the work of the Mighty Oaks Foundation so that uh, we can continue to do the work that we do helping men and women who have served in our military and our first responder community. And uh, we'd love to invite you to be a part of that. Also, if you, again, if you have not yet subscribed to the show, please take a minute to subscribe. That would be amazing. I uh, would love to have you continue to join uh, this conversation and uh, really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you today. Let me know if uh, there's something here that spoke to you or if you uh, would just like to write, reach out. Always welcome through social media. An easy way to get a hold of me. Uh, go ahead and reach out. would love to hear from you. Thank you. Look forward to talking to you next time. Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. There's no better way to start your day than spending time in God's Word and in prayer. Don't know where to start? We have a free daily prayer podcast created to help you do just that. The Your Daily Prayer podcast delivers a thoughtful, devotional, and timely prayer to you seven days a week. Gain inspiration, faith, and encouragement with daily messages in 10 minutes or less. To start listening now, search Your Daily Prayer on your favorite podcast app or visit lifeaudio.com.